Welcome to Beyond Humanity, brought to you by Hive1.net. With us today is Matt Reddy, host of the Mindful Activist webcast, published author of Revolutionary Mindfulness, and a hospital commissioner in Jefferson County, Washington. He's an amateur ufologist, creator of Hive1.net, and a philosopher. I'm Margaret Howe, product manager of New Perspective, LLC. In the Beyond Humanity podcast, we explore the possibilities and implications of artificial intelligence and alien life for human evolution, identity, and destiny. We want to invite anyone on Earth, human, alien, reptilian, AI, interdimensional beings, and metfounds. We are sponsored by the Sisterhood of the Forked Tongue Worm. Wow, Matt, we're coming off of the Grush interview and Dr. Greer disclosure press conference. Where do you want to start? <laughs> um... Yeah. Oh my gosh. We were only planning on talking about Grush because I did not think the Greer press conference was going to be significant. And, but uh, it was extremely significant. And we just finished like 30 minutes ago. I've had 30 minutes to digest everything Stephen Greer said. I did listen to most of it. You didn't get all of it. So, yeah. Oh, let me go ahead and I'll start live streaming this to YouTube too, because okay. the whole world is going to be in the exact same state of mental distress we are in. So let's share the wealth. Well, some of the parts that I caught that I was, I caught um, the Marine talking about, um, I believe they were in Indonesia and uh, how there was, he witnessed like slave trade of, and uh, uh, <clears throat> and that just you know blew my mind, right? Um, but the biggest thing out of the Greer stuff is that he's going legal, that he is uh, you know calling for Congress to hold an investigation. He is suing to get information about the um, c- civilian uh, organizations that are involved in this, uh, saying putting a lawsuit together against illegal military and corporate projects. Um, So basically he's putting together a legal task force Um, and he had witnesses and stuff, but to me, that's the hugest thing because uh, the having legal recourse is the only way that we're going to uncover and expose some of what's going on. Right. Um, And like, one of the witnesses that I watched you know, was a Marine. Like he was up there with his decorations on his, on him, right? Like um, really putting himself out there and how uh, like he had his, on his squad that was there, there were like five other members. And so they, you know, said to Greer, yes, he's telling the truth, but please don't make us public keep us anonymous, right? This is too dangerous. I don't want to put my family at risk. Um, And, you know, who can, who can blame them? I mean, if this is all true, this is the worst corruption and scandal that we have ever seen in the American government. It is beyond corruption. This is a secret shadow government since Eisenhower. This is not corruption. This is a coup. They are, we are basically in the surreal revelations of a secret military coup done by Eisenhower. And here's one of the more creepy thoughts, realizations I had about this. Eisenhower was military. He was, mm-hmm. he came out of the military. He was a military hero. But there's one thing about the military. I don't know if people are aware of this. It's all built on obedience. So there is a chance Eisenhower was taking orders from somebody that he still considered an authority. He may he was he was obeying orders his entire life until that moment he became president of the United States. Maybe we maybe he was really taking orders from, you know, I mean, even it, it was just peer pressure, you know, maybe he's sort mm-hmm. of like. I'm in charge of a team. He may have just obeyed the vote of his, like literally his, uh, you know, his uh, advisors or whatever you call it, the presidential cabinet. It might've been the presidential. And who knows? It's like, you know, if this had happened under George W. Bush, it'd be like, it wasn't George W. Bush. 
it was Dick Cheney. We'd all be like, yeah. you know, so Eisenhower, <laughs> but basically Eisenhower lost the U.S. in what, 1954. He lost the U.S. to foreign, a hidden foreign control. I mean, Greer was talking about this. Oh, my gosh. The unraveling mm-hmm. that is happening right now. Well, the thing that's so shocking with Greer was talking about how some, uh, how like the current uh, task force that they put together doesn't even have high level clearances, how, uh, you know, some presidents haven't been in the loop, uh, you know, just how alluding to that secret government, um, just really keeping things under wraps, right? yeah, I was just looking at Eisenhower what was top general of the army at one point. Um, so he he definitely was high level. Um, yeah, and I hadn't heard like um, Greer brought up, was it Greer or uh, his interviewer Ross? I think it was Ross that brought up uh, Eisenhower signing treaties. Um, and I, I wasn't like aware of there being clauses in the treaty about UFOs around nuclear plants. Um, I haven't had a chance really to dig into that, but that was, uh, I need to see that treaty. <laughs> um, it, they must not have used real clear language about UFOs, but uh, yeah. yeah, there definitely was oh something gosh. there. Right. The breadcrumbs dropped in the Greer press conference of things, of names and people and events that could all be checked. I mean, that thing was like a machine gun of name dropping. Senators mm-hmm. were named, congressmen. It was like Barry Goldwater. I don't know. There was just like all sorts of uh, amazing stuff. So basically, maybe we should just sum up for our viewers, basically the sum up of what the Greer press conference revealed there's a hundred and like 60 secret bases. That's one thing. And like, he has all the names of them. Like he knows where they all are. Um, that's one thing. Shadow military forces captured a Marine who just like spoke at this press conference. They, mm-hmm. he described a, the most amazing scene in that we will ever get reenacted in cinematic history better than anything out of predator. The Marines were surrounded by the secret black ops, which are probably privately controlled. Can we say Raytheon technology? I, I was going to say Raytheon seems to be the name coming up repeatedly. Raytheon has, and uh, what was the other one? Like uh, uh, another one, McDonald Douglas, or what was the other? Uh, I, I tweeted out the two name drops that were big corporate. Uh, I can just go through my Twitter feed if, if you want to like a spot check of a. Uh, some of my thoughts. Oh, yeah. A lot of pieces uh, coming together that are very disturbing. I mean, so, okay, so they definitely talked about Raytheon being involved in reverse engineering. Um, and then Lockheed Martin. Raytheon yep. and Lockheed Martin were seriously named out in Fort Bragg. It's just literally, I don't know how such credible people can be getting up to say these things, how they can be doing lawsuits and, you know, whistleblower complaints and stuff, and they're not to be validity to this, right? Just as a sane human being trying to look at this from an outside perspective, like uh, the Senate Intelligence Committee said that Greer's whistleblower whistleblower complaint has merit. Has merit. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. everybody's like, someone needs to come forward and say that, that Grush is real. Well, the Senate Intelligence Committee is saying that he's real and that this has merit. <laughs> right? Like, I, I was, you know, and that he got clearance to be able to talk about things that have been released, right? You'll notice like almost everything that he was saying is confirmation and discussion of, you know, footage like the Tic Tac stuff that's already been released, right? Yeah. Um, 
and he was very limited on some areas, uh, right? Like uh, the number of, of crafts that they have, but it was okay for him to talk about the fact that they have crafts, right? Yeah. So some, some of that is really interesting to me. Like I would like to see the memo from the DOD that he got that said, you can talk about this or you can't talk about that. <laughs> right yeah. like um <clears throat> that memo must have been amazingly powerful right uh because like the thing the things that he can say but then whoa hold back hold back i can't finish that sentence <laughs> right? um so yeah lots of breadcrumbs versus the greer disclosure project conference was just let's say, let's tell it, let's show these witnesses, let's, you know, um, what I would really like to see at this point is the interviewer for Greer, Ross Colhart, Colhart, how do you say his name? I'd like to see what he has to say about the Disclosure Project's press conference, right? Yeah, well, I think it's inevitable. We're going to start to have some serious notes compared between ufologists <clears throat> we are going to have the great ufologist conference that we've been that the world has just been waiting for and it didn't realize it wanted all these geeky ufo alien people to come out of the woodworks because suddenly everyone on earth is going to be turning to them and say hey you've looked into this could you just tell me uh real quickly what's the deal with aliens and say well the entire history of humanity just trace it out for me who are the good guys who are the bad guys thank you well, and at one point, I caught a little clip of Greer saying that there was 119 crash or retrieval events that he knew of. 119. I think you, yeah, it was a hundred. No, they have 121 crafts. Do you remember? I said, I bet you. I, I went on Twitter and said, I bet it's over 100. I bet it's yeah. over 100 because I don't believe the crash story. I believe these are exchanges of technology, intentional. Uh, but there seems to be a lot of, of details on this crash story but i i still don't believe it this is just eisenhower made secret treaty he's been getting the secret group's been getting this stuff they just they've been masking it into crashes i think that's my theory well it's kind of like right now i'm at this point where i'm trying to go okay there's so many facts coming out right now there's so many things what are the parts that yeah i believe versus parts i don't believe and like he um one of the witnesses was a guy who uh had a like some kind of friendly fire um, gave him brain damage and uh, today for Dr. Greer yeah. and some of his stuff was so good. And then he kind of lost coherence at some points. And yeah. I was like, whoa, but then I'm like, oh yeah, he has brain damage. So like, this is really hard for him. Right. Um, but like his first stuff was really really good then he started talking about like incidences with his wife and stuff that like i was like oh some of this sounds a little out there right yeah. um <laughs> but yeah this is going to be a week of fact checking people are going to be hitting the search engines hitting the ai saying each little piece of this needs to be unraveled right yeah uh, the big thing is that Congress really needs to like schedule dates for their hearing and investigation. Um, that would make people feel like they're doing something, right? Like Congress, some of the congressmen have said, oh, we're going to have hearings. Oh, we're going to investigate this. But like they need to take action so that we see that it's not just uh, sweet talk, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I think, and you know, I think, gosh, Greer was really eloquent in how he called for, he called, he said, he really, you could hear it in his voice. He's like, acknowledged what Coldheart uh, was saying. This is a constitutional crisis for the U.S. And Greer said, we are still under civilian control. And that's going to be, you're going to hear that a lot on Fox News and everywhere, because we might not be under civilian control. So they're going to be saying, we really, the more they protest and say, you can trust the U.S., don't fear, the more worried we should be that the whole thing is cracking like Humpty Dumpty. And Greer even said he was really like stark about it. He's like, 
we can't just go all nuclear on Lockheed Martin and Raytheon because they have better technology than us. They have weapons that could blow up the planet. So we have to kind of approach this gently and thoughtfully. And he even implied, even though these corporations have zero point energy and could solve all global poverty and uh, global warming issues, even though they have it already, he said we need to invest 50 million or $50 billion into immediately developing it because apparently they're not going to give it to us even though they have it. So the unless there's some secret negotiations going on behind the scenes right now between Biden and whatever secret groups really are controlling Earth to, and they maybe, they, I bet they already have a plan. They're going to roll out universal basic income and zero point energies they have some narrative they're going to give amnesty and forgiveness and a few people will go down probably who already are dead you know a few people that are that just died are going to go down as the villains of this whole thing and i don't know is dick cheney dead yet if you know maybe he'll go down and then he'll die and it's like all oh, we'll have this cathartic ah we defeated dick cheney the alien overlord that we never knew and we forgive everyone at lockheed martin and raytheon right now and at this, at the end of the Greer press conference, they someone asked, um, because Greer was saying in a secret organization called the uh, ICG or something, I, I can't remember, he kept naming it. It's like, he said some secret organization is actually in control of this entire project. It's a shadow government. And some uh, uh, one of the press asked, could you please list the C-suite for that organization? And Greer didn't do it, but he's like, I do know a couple. And one of them offered, and he named one who was dead, and that said the guy offered him $2 billion for like four years ago to stop this whole thing, and he had witnesses and a credible story about that. Anyways, it, well, let's, we could like stop I just, on- I can't imagine that Biden knows anything because he is just such a, a babbler. <laughs> <laughs> like if he knew stuff about this, he he would like because he rambles like when he does his speeches there's these rambly parts right like i can't imagine <laughs> i don't think he knows yet what do, i i don't know i don't uh, know i, I was just been going down behind the scenes for about a year now i think this is all <clears throat> the minute the ndaa passed and became law january 1st I think that's the first day the first whistleblower rolled into Washington and said, I'm going to now start telling you everything. And uh, they were they've been just sort of legally figuring out. And and basically, I think they got to be basically have been planning this with News Nation. News Nation, this weird cable network came out of nowhere. I it think sure is did. clearly <laughs> controlled at the top by a team that is being really basically like we are going to throw the life of this entire cable news channel on alien disclosure for a week. And the other news channels are just letting them have the entire market and, and basically waiting to see how the populace reacts to the whole thing before they even talk about it. I mean, it's an interesting, everyone's basically waiting to see, I think to see if the world breaks up into massive uh, like, revolutions or world peace or what i don't know there but we got to talk about one thing from the grush interview that we have okay. not the biggest thing the most mind-blowing detail that came out of the live interview the vatican yeah but the vatican told the u.s about the italian ufo and that the u.s came and scooped it up and i was like wait i thought the nazis got it and Colhart asked, are you saying the Vatican completely knows about aliens and UFOs? And Grouch was like, yep. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine the Catholic church? I grew up Catholic. I was, I yeah. was a part of that. I know. Can you, I am just, I just want to go to a local convent and be like, Hey sisters, can we have a chat? <laughs> have any thoughts? Be of about good cheer. Aliens are here. <laughs> <laughs> of good cheer aliens are here i want to go to mass and see if like you know are they gonna, hey hey father mulcahy father lawrence uh, can you tell us uh does the vatican apparently knows about aliens could you please expand upon that in your sermon today because what if we have, oh man because you know they got to be 
if this is true, the Catholic Church got to be has to have sort of a uh, a sermon strategy that they're going to now embrace. The Pope is going to probably say something at some point. He's got it. The Pope has to. It's now more urgent that the Pope speaks than the president because the Pope, one religion was just revealed to be in cahoots with the U.S. hiding flying saucers since the flying saucer was in possession of the Nazis. We're talking Nazis. This is not a small word. And Grush, he's the one who opened the door to 1933 and Nazis. And now Greer takes it and slam dunks it through Eisenhower and into a shadow government, which ties all the way back now to the Nazis, which basically opens up the big question, which is, what is the relationship between aliens and humans and Nazis and Russia and China and the US and Africa? and Australia and news it are there different relationships or, or is it broken up along NATO lines is one side of NATO one alien faction group and the other the other and are is it by and it might be really easy by on the alien side if it's really by species if it's really the tall whites are aligned with one group and the reptilians are aligned with another and the mantids are aligned with another <laughs> okay just tell me those three and which one do you think <laughs> Is the is behind the United States right now? The reptilian. I feel like we're starting to play trillionaire risk. Yep, <laughs> you got it. That's why I made the game. <laughs> no, it sounds. Oh my goodness! It sounds like you're literally describing your game, trillionaire risk. Yeah, um, we don't know who the players are, but we know the board. It's Earth, and Earth is broken up geographically by countries, and those are broken up by allies, which is basically NATO. So maybe either the entire Earth is controlled by one alien species, just like either the some island on Earth, every piece of land on Earth is owned by a country, whether they know it or not. So Earth mm -hmm. is either completely owned by one country, corporation of aliens, or it's shared by multiple ones. And it's really as soon as possible. You know, this is why we should take Utopia 42 and just put here's a model of the Earth. We need to name which parts are under which alien control. <laughs> which are under human control, which are under reptilian, which are under tall whites. And and I would like to know which of these alien factions were really buddies with the Nazis. Which one? I don't know. Hitler loved tall Nordic humans. Was that a deception? Was there are the reptilians? Who knows? I don't know yeah. who was who. I, the big thing to me is that like one fifth of the world's population, more than one fifth, is Catholic, right? Yeah. The Pope represents so much of the earth, right? Like that outside of country lines, uh, that's a massive power structure. Um, that's, it's for, for, the, for the Vatican to be involved at that point um, is, is shocking, right? Um, but it does, you know, um, a lot of these events, a lot of uh, UAP events, I guess is what we're calling them now, um, in Brazil, in Chile, in Peru, um, those are countries that are very Catholic, very, very strongly Catholic, right? Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> a lot of like the recent, um, like commercial airline sightings are in South America, right? So yeah, it just makes you wonder like what, how, what are the dividing lines, right? And why are there so many different types of ships? Like that, that's the part that I, before this, I thought, man, yeah, there's only one kind of alien coming to see us, right? <laughs> but there's so many different types of ships that I'm starting to go, okay, it's more than one species. It's, you know, more, you know, so many different types of ships. Um, I was looking at the president's itinerary for today. Yeah. Going, like, couldn't he just, you know, have just a little blurb for the media, right? His whole day, his whole day is going to North Carolina to talk at Nash Community College, where he is talking about uh, the American Families Plan. Literally, the entire day is about a 
you know, half an hour, 45 minute speech that is going to be at a community college and then he's, so it's all flying there and coming home. My gosh, what if? I mean, it's not just the president, it's every major leader in Congress is gonna be mm -hmm. hiding right now to not speak <laughs> yet. I mean, you know what? They might all be waiting until a foreign country takes the lead. Someone else is gonna start blowing the beans off of this. And they just may, or they're waiting until a social movement erupts around it until mm -hmm. they're surrounded by, I mean, maybe they need it to sort of get through the populace enough that people get angry and scared and markets start to react. I mean, probably once the stock market starts to react, like if nothing else, Raytheon and, uh, you know, with the other one, Lockheed Martin, I'm watch their stock prices. The minute those things start to plummet because Greer called for the immediate government seizure of all assets of the corporations directly involved in this. And that would be <laughs> Raytheon and Lockheed Martin at the top of the list. He literally just called for what is almost a move in a socialist revolution where they say seize all industries. He just named two full corporations to seize. And he said there's a timeline. He said the clock is clicking down. Uh, either the people in Congress who have realized this has happened, they're going to drop the hammer and start doing loss, uh, start putting people in jail in six months if terms aren't. And then he said, if that doesn't work, the aliens are going to drop the hammer instead. It's basically, it's almost like we're being told it's we're in that Twilight Zone movie, you know, the alien situation. It's basically like you need to achieve world peace right now, or <laughs> else the aliens are going to help you achieve world peace. Good luck. Their methods. And so it's like you have a little bit of time to figure it out, six months to nine months, and then the aliens. I mean, really, we could just wake up tomorrow and everyone could be told, hey, guess what? Your bank account, your money is now kept in alien dollars and everyone's <laughs> assets have been transferred to the alien blockchain. There's dollars and we're going to now get rid of all these other currencies, including all these other blockchains, because we don't want you to have your own money. And welcome to the alien federation of our dollars and don't fight anymore. Share the earth. Here's the boundaries, uh, and here's your secret new here. Elect some leaders, and they will take care of you. And they, they won't even matter whoever we elect. They're just not. They're just like puppets now beneath some alien structure. Yeah, I I just you know I'm I'm going back and my mind is racing on little things that Grush said right. Um, you know, I, I just, I want to know what has happened to bodies that have been recovered. Oh, yeah. We need right? to delve into that thread that, that go over what that Marine said, or, I mean, uh, are you talking about the bodies of the aliens? I was thinking of the human trafficking that unfortunately oh. Marine, uh, apparently uncovered, which was very disturbing, as well as the, um, I mean, the current level of intimidation going on mm -hmm. well even that marine was talking about as he was being escorted away the people escorting him were literally talking should we off these guys like and huh. and and you you could just see like the emotional trauma that he still experiences thinking yeah. about that yeah. that these human beings you know, that are some kind of military are literally talking about killing other military members in such a casual way, right? Um, and then, you know, that uh, he went and talked afterwards after he got taken back to base and got debriefed by an admiral, right? And he didn't out that adm admiral. Like, he was like, you know, wish that person had come forward, right? Like, but... Oh, I wish he had, right? Like, <clears throat> he's putting everything else out there. Why keep one person's name confidential, especially an upper person, right? Uh, but I think he's still active military. That might be why, but I just, poof. Um, absolutely mind boggling, right? You know, and, and the general, 
Uh, was he a general? I don't know, the colonel, <clears throat> the old guy that went earlier. I don't know if you caught his story. I didn't see, I didn't see the first one, no. Oh, wow. I mean, go back and listen to his story. He was a pilot and in a, he had several encounters with um, these uh, alien craft of different types. And one, he really did a very risky thing to actually get some amazing data on it. He was flying a super high-tech jet and he had to sort of bank in a strange way to get the bottom of it to shoot at super infrared sensors to get it on the record. And it's his co-pilot, you know, who was doing the recording was like, so it was like, Woo, we got it. Like they nailed one of these things and probably one of the best like early records of it by this. And, but when he got back, he just, he just like described how all the data was seized. And when he went to, he tried to call the uh, tower, the guy, cause he had, you know, they, he sort of like, he, he had an experience. He was like talking to the tower and they were talking through it. So they kind of shared this weird experience of seeing this thing together. And he, he called up to talk to the guy after he landed safely to maybe just even debrief or whatever. And he got the guy on the phone and the guy was like, um, you know, uh, just just like, oh, we're really excited. It was like, like it was going to talk to him. And then it's like stopped. And suddenly he was like, yes, sir. And he just said goodbye and hung up. And so he was like, the, the, the intense entrenched cover-up that has been mm. going on to oh man and the the gaslighting level that they, they've been doing to people to you know force them to try to obey that and be silent it's really disturbing and it's mm. like it is uh i mean i do say big applause to these people that are sharing these stories these are not emotion I mean, these are not easy these are emotional stories that are coming out you can see they're like they're like there's so much emotion behind and a trauma behind what has happened to a lot of these people well yeah i was just scanning through uh that was donald heckert donald heckert was that um the colonel? Yeah, Lieutenant Colonel Donald, Donald Hecker. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. What should we um do do we have an idea? Do you have any ideas of which aliens are the most nice? Like, I really don't know anymore. Oh, that like, was the other thing about Greer. Greer talking about um that people had died and that there were malevolent uh aliens. Well, no, right. Grush it, said that people had been killed. Um, I think it's unclear if Greer is saying that the murders were done by aliens or done by bad humans in mm -hmm. the protecting of this secret. I think it was more, I think Greer was more saying people have been killed, but it's been by humans protecting this secret organization. Uh, but he said all al actual aliens, he said, are all friendly, which is a very bold claim mm -hmm. to make. Basically, that basically all aliens are friendly. Um, because Grush and and Colhart and then said there's multiple types of aliens and at least one species is not that friendly. Um, yeah, that's and he said I'm scared now. <laughs> I got that part. <laughs> um, it's, uh, but but the big thing from the disclosure uh, press conference today was that they have a real call to action for attorneys to join their legal team. Um, yeah. So I, I would say, you know, in support of that, our call to action today is to support their legal team. We all want to know, right? If you're an attorney, if you're a legal professional, uh, get in on that disclosure project. Well, I mean, I it's it's linked in their video. Like they had, they have a a form to fill out. Um, if you were an attorney interested in helping with that project, because we we need that. Yeah, the, I mean, I, I think the disclosure project. It's like it sounds pretty good. It's still a little bit too much of a personality cult around mm -hmm. Stephen Greer, and so. And it, there was even a weird moment where it was really got Messiah like when the guy the was rally. Saying, yeah, Greer is the way. <laughs> You know, yeah. I think I, I actually have gained a ton of respect from Greer for how that conference went today because he is doing great work. But I don't believe any single 
uh, leader in this is the way and should be really given deference as a uh, leader of this, especially not, I'll just leave it at that. You know? Yeah, there was a bit of hero worship um, by yeah. the fellow, I can't remember his name, the one with the brain damage was like yeah. rally, right? Like you said it like in a, a military way, right? Yeah. And, and we need to hear from uh, people from all types of uh, diverse backgrounds and different countries mm -hmm. to get a feel. What has the alien interaction been for all different groups? We've heard from a very non-diverse set of people who are very, you know, and so it's, I just want to really understand what is actually going on. And we need to, I want to hear stories from diverse groups of people, especially, and I want to start categorizing these stories based on the alien types because it it would make a lot of sense that the alien uh forces were organized basically along species lines if there's really different mm -hmm. i doubt the mantids and the you know nordics are really intermixed a ton but maybe i might be wrong that'd be great if it's a huge diverse universe and it's like the star trek star wars universe you have alliances of insects and fish and you have alliances of Nordics and reptilians and oh, and it's all these just like diverse. I doubt it though. I mean, that's not, I wouldn't expect that necessarily. Yeah, I, I don't know what to think about the different types of aliens and the alliances. Um, because everything has been like you were talking about breadcrumbs, right? Like, uh, Grush himself is not giving a lot of specifics about, you know, what he has heard about each kind, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, he has alluded to different crafts and bodies and things, right? And that these are non-human, right? But like actual details, like that just seems like they're, yeah. I guess we'll just have to wait for congressional hearings and see what happens with the whistleblower complaint. Um, but there's just so much question and, and things unsaid, right? Um, yeah. And also like, I, I'm not, you know, um, none of this seems to be getting attention and validation from leaders of other countries, right? Uh, what we need to see is a task force on the UN. We need to see, uh, you know, groups of countries sharing their information, right? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's going to, I think they're just going to wait for a global social movement. It doesn't have to be like real violent. It, it's just like, once this really gets through every populace on earth, it's going to, there should, I mean, every single place war zone on earth where there's violence right now they should be putting down their weapons and saying like we don't know who we're even fighting for that was one of the powerful things one of the marines said he was just like yeah, there yeah. are people out there taking orders and dying and they don't know who they're working for they don't know who that they're obeying an illegal shadow government and he was like getting emotional which he should be because this is mm -hmm. and he said they when they die they die in a supposed training exercise if you like you know if you have a you basically drop the thing. If you have a military member who's died in a training accident, they may have died as part of this alien cover-up, which is, oh, that's a painful seed to that he just like hit that. It now. just seems like such a convenient go-to excuse, doesn't it? Uh, the lying, the 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 level of lying. I mean, it really. I don't want to, you know, assume reptilians mm. are like evil or evil liars. I think it's a stereotype, but. It's just like, I do like picture a really evil, like reptilian spirit that could lie to the level of deceit that they would like uh, be leading this thing. But again, I believe there are enlightened repti reptiles out there. I hope they come forward and or overthrow their evil reptilian government if they need to do that while we get rid of our evil, like oppressive secret governments. And then we can all make a nice government together of uh, peaceful, happy aliens and humans. Well, I was just thinking of other countries, and, and wasn't it um, the people who first interviewed Grush, uh, weren't they British? Isn't the debrief British? Um, like, it just seems like, and, and uh, 
News Nation interviewer uh, was Australian. Like, it seems like they should be able to pull some information from their own countries, right? Yeah, I think it's easier to work on disclosure in a country other than yours. And maybe that's a good thing. We just like, let's go like help uh, Italy. Like, I mean, a US, a US journalist just go to Italy and be like, hey, hey, you guys had a UFO. I mean, this should be hitting Italy. The Vatican and Italy mm-hmm. have gotten two bombshells out of this. This has to be hitting Italy in the news soon. And so, uh, yeah, we'll play the Italian version of Wally John to close out this uh, episode in honor of Italy and the Vatican now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when you picked an Italian person for that, were you thinking this? No, but what a coincidence, huh? Total coincidence that I was like, gosh, this would be because I went, yeah, it's a real coincidence, but a uh, lucky guess, I guess. I, I, and as far as I can tell, there's no reaction from the Vatican today. Yeah. Well, like shouldn't it shouldn't there have been some kind of reaction from them today about well, is it even trending that? on twitter yet it's you know the i you know i've posted a couple things but uh i don't think the vatican is sort of trending or anything but, I no, but, but they should be a key component i mean if they had that kind of involvement what else do they know right they are known for their secrets and conspiracies not necessarily about aliens, right? But uh, there is a yeah. there is a breaking. I found some, you know, references mm-hmm. the story, but not. It should go. But they not. haven't. They haven't given any response, and, and they usually when they are mentioned in the news, there's some kind of response. So well, that will be interesting. The New York Times. New York Times mm-hmm. even mentioned that again in UFOs. Then it'll they'll pay attention. That's true. That is true. Yeah, it's. Grush is not the first person to come forward with the complaint, but he uh, definitely seems like the most credible. Uh, Right. And, And I think part of the credibility is he's not saying that he's a witness himself. I think that that's part of where credibility is lost. There's so much stigma. Um, with him saying, you know, hey, I'm this third party that's been investigating this and, you know, now I'm going to file a complaint about it. Um, he comes off as kind of this almost unbiased witness, right? Uh, but, you know, I mean, there have been, you know, tons and tons of stories of people but as soon as people talk about their own witness story, they get put out into pasture as nuts, right? <clears throat> so yeah, just moving forward, what is it gonna take to get the stigma off of this topic so that we can actually start evaluating and fact-checking, right? Even when you put stuff into one of the AIs, they all respond as, you know, oh, well, you know, this isn't real, this is a myth, right? Like, they're, they're all very, very negative about it. Uh, you know, they, they'll use words like alleged or, you know, um, AI has been specifically trained not to talk about uh, aliens and UFO topics. Don't you think? Well, oh yeah, you can definitely tell with the censored chat GPT that it's it's censored about certain aspects of this. Uh, like I said, especially if you talk about reptilians, it just triggers, mm-hmm. you know. Anyways, uh, but you know, he, uh, Greer mentioned that they have like a few terabytes of data and there is nothing better than a large language model to train on a bunch of data and ask it questions. So it's like perfect timing that we are getting these large language models that you can just give a bunch of PDFs to and everything, because I'm sure the AI community will help Greer use, uh, use open source AI to create, oh, and we should create this great UFO alien a uh, large language model database and basically say your mission is to outline the full story from wherever it starts, World War II, 1933 mm-hmm. to present. Let's start with that. And then we'll 
take that and try to keep tracing back through years before that, back to ancient times and uh, see what have the aliens been doing or not doing? What's their relationship to humanity? And have an honest, you know, conversation while we honestly rewrite history and re-examine the meaning of life. Hey, remember those ladies at the UFO Fest who uh, put together that book of all of the data of uh, visitations and sightings? Do yeah. they have that in like actual data form? Uh, like, I know they published a book, but like, did they say anything about having it available online? Like, wouldn't that be interesting to put into an AI and then start correlating, you know, events to, yeah, to those absolutely. dates? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of, <clears throat> it's almost like we just, um, I mean, at the moment, it's just like, we have a bunch of AIs that have already like analyze a ton of data it's basically mm -hmm. the researchers and brains of the people and the ones that are coming forward i mean every time one of these whistleblowers stands up and greer gave the impression there's going to be probably a few every week now just mm. because i think this is just his first batch that uh, would be you know, that'd each, be great each one gives you more details those marines those soldiers that reported today oh my gosh did they give me some details to to put together these pieces um the picture they're painting this shadow military force, they're naming locations of bases. I think, yeah, how long until we have one of these underground facilities surrounded by protesters, you know? Yeah, the location's gotta start being leaked. This is, this is crazy. Um, so Matt, do you have, how much time do you have today? Are we needing to wrap up? I think, I think we wrap up this one. I'm actually gonna okay. be on another, uh, a thing later in a couple hours so i want to save some of my brain energy all right awesome okay uh when are we going to uh podcast again what do you think uh i mean th this was like crazy because we were coming right off of the greer thing so the brain was a bit fried mm -hmm. uh, but the media it's like i know it's almost like we need to give the world a little bit of time to react to this because they're not yeah. fully and so what do you think? Um, what do you do? What do you do? Uh... Um, well, what about like uh, Wednesday afternoon or Thursday morning? Oh, let's let's do Wednesday afternoon and, and let's not do because we had a Thursday schedule, but let's move that to Wednesday afternoon. Okay. Do, uh, oh, 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 I I have to do it before one third let's see it'd be 12 oh i can't do it wednesday afternoon i have an appointment that afternoon it's just not going to work okay what about um, wednesday i can do wednesday evening or uh thursday morning or friday what's been on friday i could oh, do thursday friday. i could do thursday morning if it was like 9 30 in the morning okay let's plan on that all right 9 30 Thursday. Let's do another live show. As we <laughs> sail that. Okay. So time to run, wrap up for today. Our call to action is to follow Meditation Matt on Twitter for an eclectic mix of philosophy, art, activism, and ufology. Thank you for taking the time to be part of our podcast today for Beyond Humanity and join us on Thursday morning. Don't be afraid of the truth.
che stai cadendo Se tutti ti vogliono Perché nessuno sta chiamando Non devi rispondere Lascia l'inattesa Chiamando Wally John Wally John Credo abbiano il tuo numero Credo abbiano lo pseudonimo Dietro il quale stai vivendo Ma davvero non ricordi Qualcosa che ti hanno detto O le voci dentro te Resterà nel privato O finalmente verrà rivelata Dietro il denaro si nasconde Dandosi il turno ogni giorno La verità sta scappando di mano E non credo tornerà a breve Non c'è segreto nel congresso O nei fidati eletti dei privati lo sai Wally John Wally John non senti che ti guardano dall'ombra del passato l'influenza sta prendendo e nell'ora più buia le luci vanno via ricordati chi sei a testa alta